1: Breaking news: Adrian Peterson is an Arizona Cardinal. Colleen Wolf, how say you?
2: I don't know if Adrian Peterson has anything left, but it's better than what the Cardinals have now.
3: Gonzo. I can't believe he and Sean Payton didn't make it work. (laughs) America's favorite sports
1: couple, John Gonzalez and Colleen Wolf, coming up on the DDFP. Now let's get to Ike Taylor and the Dallas Cowboys star receiver, Bryce Butler. Start the show.
4: The Dave Damaschek Football Program. Available on iTunes and at davedamaschek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damaschek.
5: Hi and hello,
1: football fans. Hope well wherever you are. Things in Studio 66 are about to get hot. Welcome to the Dave Damaschek Football Program. Why? because we have two people here that can address some uh, some big-time issues, America's team represented here, and the black and gold 70s arch rivals now – Two teams that a lot of people have some questions about. First of all, we'll say hello to him, A breakout star over the last year and a half or so with the Dallas Cowboys. Catching passes from Dak Prescott. Let's talk about all of it with Bryce, Bryce Butler. How are you, pal? You're
5: doing good. Appreciate you having me on the show, Dave.
1: Hey, thank you for submitting some uh, cues for us to A over the last couple of months here. You did a gangbusters job. It, it also came out uh, that uh, your nickname is Duffel.
5: Do you want to tell us what that's about? Really? You know, that's just a little, you know. Duffel. Alter ego. you um, <laughs> from the A. I'm from the A, you know what I'm saying, Re- represent. Um, I DJ for some time. Uh, ah. so, um I had a nickname with my buddies in Oakland. They would just call me Duffel or Duffel Bag or whatever. And then when I started playing music, I just put DJ in front of it. So I went D- DJ Duffel DJ Duffel. Bag. DJ Duffel. DJ Duffel, International Duffel, ID for short, get it right. You still can DJ? Are you like? Is that yeah. like the Batman
1: utility belt? Like your duffel bag? You just got all the tricks in there? Is that it, what that's it, supposed it, to imply? Exactly.
5: You don't know what's in the bag, so don't touch it. Oh, oh. all
1: right. Well, don't you I, th- I don't need to be threatened
6: right so now. So you no, can you, you,
5: that you, that you that can do what doing Shaq doing right now. Shaq, Shaq plays Shaq basketball Shaq, and DJ. Shaq Shaq not really DJ. So what is he doing? Shaq is working with a team of people, and Shaq is just performing. He's entertaining. He's an entertainer. So you can
6: actually DJ. You like, can get on the scratch board. Every, every. Yeah, anything. Oh, Easy money. Easy
5: money. Well, I'm, the t- guy, I'm tired right now. I was so good.
1: The voice that you're hearing also has done a little
6: uh, – has, has, uh, I ain't never done no a DJ. Well,
1: no, you've, you've uh, dropped some rhymes on us.
6: I, I get on the mic. Yeah, that's I'm what I'm I'm the hype saying. man. How, okay, well, let say hello to i am the hype man all day. <laughs>
1: Long-time Pittsburgh Steeler, now seated to my immediate left, number 24. You watch him on Monday night's uh, post-Monday night game the uh, total uh, uh, total access end game and then of course on Saturdays most of the time you'll catch him with Colleen Wolf and the rest on Good Morning football the weekend edition of course we're talking about our pal Ike Taylor
5: Ike used to wear his own socks. All right, let's
1: turn. Uh, that's enough, Ike. How are you? Good, chilling. If we have time, maybe you should bust a rhyme and and uh and DJ Duffel can give us
6: the beatbox. What about that? We, we, why, why do you have to look at the watch? Because if you can stop talking and let's get to what we need to talk about, maybe we might have time. Uh-huh. All right, well, let's then
1: let's do that, Ike. Bryce Butler is sitting here. Let's start with Bryce. He's our guest. I do want to hear what your thoughts are on the Steelers and Big Ben Roethlisberger saying, maybe I don't have it anymore. But first, America's team. Well, twice in the same year. Well, that's what he said. Twice in the the past year now, the Green Bay Packers have paid a visit to you guys, and it looked in the final minute like – Wow, the Cowboys are going to do it. And then Aaron Rodgers scuttles those dreams. Doesn't the thing that everybody said in the moment and then after the game on Sunday was left too much time on the clock? Is that something that comes up in the huddle?
5: Um, nah. Uh, when you're down and you're losing, you know, you're like, we need to score or we're going to lose the game. And, uh, there was never a time in the huddle where, um, you know, I'm looking at this like, hey, man, let's make sure if you catch a touchdown, if you catch a ball at the one, you're just going to stand there for 10 seconds and run the clock out. You know, you're just trying to score. Um, so, yeah, last night I got asked questions about, you know, why did y'all decide to throw the ball on second down? Because um, I'm trying to score. Yeah, what's going on? But it was like one of those situations where it was a run pass option and he saw, you know, a good matchup on the outside and they we scored on it earlier. So Dak is like, hey, let me get my big daughter. You know, a shout out to catching the uh, go ahead touchdown.
1: Is anybody does that ever? Does the defense? Does anyone on the sidelines ever say, well, look at the clock and we should manage that? Does that ever? Because fans sit around and do that the whole game.
6: Mm-hmm. I think Dallas got the ball between nine twenty two and nine forty five. Mm-hmm. They wind up having the ball over eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Defense should have been fresh as hell, fresh, or fresh as the first day you're going to school. One or two. <laughs> But when you have the ball over eight minutes, I'm good. Like, what can you ask from an offense? You can't ask nothing better but for your offense to have the ball more than eight minutes. I'm not worrying about Aaron Rodgers and him getting on the field. Now, we all know what he can do with a little bit of time. But I didn't ask everything and more from my offense holding the ball over eight I minutes. Know. I, I, I'm with you guys that it's nah. a lot to ask with,
1: that with all that you're considering in the moment. But it also, sure. like I say, when I'm watching the game on TV, right? I I, I am aware of, oh, they should let that clock. I, I, I don't know what the answer is. How do you spin the clock down to no. a comfortable number? But, I, but fans look at that and get frustrated
6: by it. At practice, you work only on a two-minute, no more than a four-minute offense Yep. in practice. So you get over eight minutes in a game? What else do you want me to do? And you scoring over 30? See, that's what I would be telling people. Like, Dallas, the two losses, they scored over 30. Usually when you score 30 in the NFL, you do what? You get the dub.
1: Well, that's right. Well, Bryce, do you then go to the sideline? Dak runs that one in. It looks like you guys are in good shape. Are you able to – Uh, sort of step out of the moment and say, man, Aaron Rodgers is good?
5: No, I mean, you do that. I mean, you know, everything I said is like 100%. You know, you scored a touchdown. You had the ball for pretty much the whole fourth quarter. Um, You got to score. See, the thing is they say we try to play with the clock and we don't score.
1: Oh, imagine imagine the hammering you would get from the media and fans if the clock now, ran out now, on you.
5: Now it's going to be like, oh, the offense is trash. They were trying to play around too much. They tried to get too pretty, and guess what?
6: They lost. I right? feel like either way it go, y'all in going to lose-lose. Yeah, it don't, it's, it's it's
5: like the other scenario you got going on. It's a lose-lose, you know. and uh, But you expect that you're going to get the W. It, it was never nothing like, oh, now you looked, it was 113 left. They didn't have no timeouts. You hear some people that don't have a uniform on on the sideline saying what you saying. Oh, you left too much time on the clock. And then you look at them like, dog, we good. Like, chill. That's why you don't got a uniform on. Right. You know what I'm
6: saying? Chill.
5: <laughs> As a player,
6: you ain't never thinking you about the look. Nah,
5: nah. Like, you like, We scored. We, we got to go-ahead, you know, go-ahead score. We're going to win, this, win this game. game. Like, we're going we gonna to bend a little bit probably, but we're not going to break. They ain't going to get, you know what I'm saying, field goal range. We're going to stop them by the 50. Clock going to run out. We're going we're to store on the field just like they're <laughs> starting the field with us in January. Everything going to be good. I'm going to bye week in L.A. we chilling. You know what I mean? Um, You're still in L.A. on your bye week chilling. Chilling. But we lost. You know what i mean? you know what I'm Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. okay. But, um, yeah, I mean – you feel good about it. You just like the D going to go out there and get a stop. And then um, as it's going on, the first play, back shoulder Devontae. You're like, all right, cool, or whatever, just one. Then the next play, Martellus get about 12, 13. you like, all right. All right, now
6: come on. Next play, Aaron Jones. Then the yeah. Then you hand off the ball. He get about thirteen yeah, out of you, bounds. You, but like, the
5: killer
1: is the killer is twelve with his legs, right? That's the play yeah. that just uh, you know that's that's what distinguishes him from Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. Right, he can do He can or, do. He can
5: run out on you a little bit too. I mean, so I mean, as to, as these plays are going on, now you are starting to like look up at the clock, like all right,
6: That thing moving slow. Like,
5: yeah, it's moving. they getting out <laughs> of bounds. You know what I mean? So. You know, I think by the time they got to the 30, maybe there was 40 seconds left. So, it was like, dang, they got time. Mm-hmm. Then when they got – I think Aaron broke – he broke to the left and ran like 18 or 20. Right. Was that a third down and 18? I'm not
6: sure. No, that was a third and ten.
5: Okay, so it was like a third. And he took off and it was like, oh, shoot, they real close now. Then it was like he has three shots to go to the end zone. Now you kind of like, all right, man, like stop these guys, please.
1: I, well, then, you clearly twelve liked what he saw there because he threw that same exact uh, attempted at that back shoulder and the play once, didn't, didn't throw a good ball right back at it.
5: And the fade before, I felt like they could have got Devontae in the OPI. Then hmm. you know because he he had he had my guy in the headlock. You know it looked like UFC Conor McGregor <laughs> trying to get you know what I'm saying and then <laughs> and then I know Devontae personally so. You know, I'm watching him. Like, I'm just watching him because he was the guy last right. night. It wasn't Jordy's night. It was Devontae's night. So, I'm watching how Aaron's looking at him, giving him signals. And I'm like, man, he gave Devontae a signal. He, he going to him. him. Like, you know what I mean? And so, one of those plays that you ain't going to see on tape because, you know, he threw it somewhere else. Devontae was like, he beat, he won on a fade before he scored the touchdown. I'm like, dog, like, put his safety over there. Like, don't let him beat you on the – you know what I'm saying? Like, we can't lose by a fade route to this guy that you can single up, you know, because he by himself or double up and the next play that threw him a fade.
6: See, this was my problem. So, I did I did the drive of, drive of the week, and that drive of the week was Aaron Rodgers coming down and scoring for that whole drive. So, it was three plays on defense – that the D.C. coordinator called, defense coordinator called. Same three plays, cover two man. So, cover two man is two, uh, two of the safeties, got half field. Everybody else is bump, trail. So, bump and trail means you can be as aggressive as you want online. You got to safety over the top. You got to stay with your inside leverage. Mm-hmm. Just looking back at the tape between all the DBs and the slot guy, none of them got their hands on a receiver. The reason why it's so important to get your hands on the receivers is because it throws off the time. Sure. So you can't run free. So maybe if they do if they do throw a fade, the safety can't get over top. Now, awareness on the safety. If I know Devontae is the key guy at that point in time and and Aaron is looking over there. And
1: by the way, Jordy Nelson looked like there was something wrong. He wasn't out there for I call, some I I
6: called it on the show, the Game View show, Game Day View show. I said his oblique. I say, man, when he stretched out in the end zone, he must have hit something in his oblique. Something. He must have just over, overextended or something. So anyway, getting back to Devontae, you saw the last time you checked. Usually when a quarterback look one way before he hikes the ball, that's where he's going. Mm-hmm. That should be an indicator to the safety. You already know he came over there to Lewis once. The ball was kinda low. He looked over there again before he hiked the ball. I'm going to go it on and lean. Over there, if I'm the safety, I'm a lean. He's a rookie, so obviously, AR thinking Devontae versus rookie, he five some, Devontae six something all oh day. I got that. So I'm like, man, but it started at the line of scrimmage until until the defense defense. That's 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 on the coaching. You 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 gotta teach your guys. Interesting, especially when they ran the
1: exact same thing the, the no, play no, 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 just no. before that.
6: Three three, they ran yeah, that same it's, play it's, three uh, times in a row. And if A.R. really wanted to, he could have ran that trap play again, that draw uh-huh. to Aaron Jones. It was the same defense. Three times in a row, he made it easy for A.R. And so that's how they scored. You can't go back-to-back on the same play and scope.
1: All right. Now let's get to it, Ike. That what? was an interesting diagnosis of the, of the uh, Dallas Cowboys, the Green Bay Packers. But now let's talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers.
6: You're Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: Well, listen, there are Pittsburgh Steelers. They belong to the world, Ike, but I don't know who wants them after what happened again now. what well, Really, Ike, what gives? What What about the Roethlisberger story? The big question is, was he serious after the game when he said, maybe I don't have it anymore? Reporters will tell you, some will say, oh, no, he was just being facetious. Others, like our pal Aditi Kinkabwala says, well, why would he say that if he was just kidding around? Clearly, there's some kernel of truth to it. Ike Taylor, you know that locker room. What gives?
6: I don't think you say that if you're joking. Hmm. Like, when I came back from getting my arm injured in 2014 and I said I, I didn't have it anymore, I wasn't joking. There was no joking part about that. So he might, he might be fighting it mentally. Do I really have it? But, yes, he still does, but seven just going through what I went through, but you got to – can't nobody help you but you in this situation. I struggled for like half a year, like two years of my career. I struggled for like a half of a year. Couldn't do nothing right. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do nothing right. But Coach LeBeau always told me, you got to fight your way out of this situation. Mama can't help you. Daddy can't help you. There's no pillow talking with your wife. You got to fight it out. Can't nobody help him in the field but mm. you. So this is Ben's first time because consistently throughout the course of four weeks, he haven't been playing good. He really haven't. So, it's 21-18. Well, he concedes that and so does uh, Tomlin. It's 21-18, that Cleveland game, right? Mm-hmm. We said, oh, they were shaky. Cleveland got a pretty good defense, you know. They're they, they, they going to come along. Then you lose for that Chicago game. You barely you barely make it out the Ravens game. And you lose again against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Seven throw for five picks. So, seven been on a, a funk so far. The past five games, he's been on a funk. So we're just waiting for seven to be seven. And seven isn't seven right now. I don't think out the course of his career he's been on a funk for this long. So now seven, he got to look at himself in the mirror. But I say in the offseason, you gave me two years in a row. Two years in a row now. You was contemplating on retirement. There's no one foot in, one foot out in football. No, You all the way in. All all the way in. So
1: certain level if if that's your quarterback and you hear him say that, Bryce.
5: If he's at that age and that point of his career and he's saying that, I would be kind of nervous. Um, if he was like my age and I knew he was like a jokester, you know, and he was just tired of the media, like I wouldn't think none of it. But I don't know how old he is, probably like, what, 36, 35, 36. 35, 36. He's saying that then um, at that point of his career, like you can't play around with your career. Cause it's like well,
1: he also talked about retiring in the offseason. Yeah, right. Then that's this is
5: second year talking about. Yeah, retirement. he said that too. He probably thinks right. about it after every. Right, Mike.
1: You said the words right now. He's he doesn't have it right now. Crystal ball, will will Big Ben Roethlisberger turn this thing around individually and steer the Pittsburgh Steelers in the direction that so many saw them going in 2017, which is deep into the postseason, or is it in fact
6: over? No, I think he will. All right. Yeah, I think seven will. It's just nobody's going to feel sorry for you right now. Nobody. Nobody. Because, one, you're the leader of the team, or you said you was the leader of the team. So now you struggling. You're struggling out the stars. Le'Veon Bell is starting to get in his rhythm. AB, of course, will be AB. So out the three between AB, Big Ben, and Le'Veon Bell, you would say seven is struggling Out the three, you will put seven at number three. You will put AB playing good. Le'Veon Bell's getting back in the in the groove. Seven, we need you to step your game up.
1: Explain one last thing for me, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. There is uh, a lot of people are debating Todd Haley or Ben Roethlisberger, who's making the play There's always a run pass option at the line, right? I don't. don't, But isn't there always a Isn't that always seven's call at the line?
5: Defensive guy,
6: man. Stop making excuses. Like stop making
1: it. Any, no, any, I'm just saying I'm just
6: I'm just saying for people who saying Ty Haley, Big Ben. Seven been in the offense long enough. He's been in the league long enough. Uh-huh. If he doesn't see if he doesn't see something close to Ty and Haley call, he got the Trump card. He can make it audible. Mm-hmm. So stop saying, oh, this Haley. I don't want to hear that. Seven been in the league long enough. He have his resume is long enough. He didn't want enough Super Bowls. He not been in the, he he has been in too many playoffs for us to make excuses. Ty Haley, no. If seven don't like if seven doesn't like the play that Coach Ty Haley call, he has the authority to trump it. Well, by the
1: way, you know Damashek uses his eyeballs, and they've served uh, they've served me well. I don't see any just looking at him when well, I don't see any attrition physically. He can't run the way he did eight years ago, but I don't think he's lost his fastball or anything like that. I think that's nonsense.
6: No, he still can throw the ball. Don't get me wrong. All
1: right, listen, great stuff. Good to see you, Bryce Butler. Make sure you're on the lookout for Bryce. He's joining us this Saturday, me, you, Ike, and uh, the rest of the gang on NFL Pick'Em. Check it out on uh, Saturday and every Saturday. Me, you, and Ike.
6: What's that? You said me, you, and Ike. I'm sorry. Me,
1: and you, Ike, and Bryce. Yeah, I, I, listen, I'm
6: trying to no, wrap it up, Ike. I get
1: it. Are you going to bust a rhyme before we go? Sweetheart. Go ahead. Give a, If you want to give us a little I beatbox.
6: I, don't beatbox. Oh. I don't beatbox. I DJ. She said it just wrap it up. Wrap it up. Sound like you spit. I can't even use that mic now.
1: Got to spray right. that one. Right, let's just <laughs> cut that out of the show, MOVP. That doesn't make the final show. Thanks for uh, joining us, Bryce. Appreciate, Appreciate it, man. Bryce. Yes, sir. Yeah, you too, Ike.
5: Whatever. <laughs> That's Dave Damoshack.
1: Wow, great show so far, Dave. Let's keep the ball rolling here in Studio 66 and say hello once again to the two voices you heard at the very top of the show talking about Adrian Peterson. You know uh, the rule here in Studio 66, no jive. We recorded with Ike Taylor and Bryce Butler on Monday. Now it's Tuesday, hence the, uh, you know, the messing with the space-time continuum. Anywho, Full
2: transparency here. Let's say
1: hello to them now. Are they, in fact, that's issue number one, America's favorite sports couple in the 21st century. We'll start off with the host of Good Morning Football, the weekend edition. She's mm-hmm. also, I mean, she's on the Around the NFL podcast, on the Power Ranking Show, this, that, and the other. Yep. She's Philadelphia's own, the Wolf, Colleen Wolf. <laughs>
6: Yeah, we know it all.
1: That's enough. Yeah, we have yeah. to got let let's get to it here. The wolf, how are you doing? I'm the great. eagles are flying high. They
2: are. How about that? I, it, it's so great. I brought my husband to work.
1: I love it. Let's say hello to him now. I'm disappointed that he didn't show up in a tank top after you told <laughs> on a past Q and A. And we're going to get to the Q and A in just a little bit here. Um, but, uh, but, you know, you did say he likes to wear tank tops and I've, I've denounced them the wolf. I've denounced men going out unless it's a workout or a basketball game or whatever. Here he is. New staff writer. You've been reading his pages on the ringer for some months now. Now he's officially in the fold with Sporty Simmons. I love this guy. He's from (laughs) Philly. Sixers and Celtics, just like when I was growing up. Dr. J versus
3: Bird. I'm not, Gonzo, John Gonzalez. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to laugh at those jokes. They're not, I don't want to get fired from the job I just got. Why? Was that derogatory? No, I like it, though. That's a good impression. I'm sure that's somewhere in the ballpark of right where
1: the his, what course. his head's saying. I loved it. <laughs> Bird and McHale and the Chief and Ainge, DJ. We had to go through the Sixers and the Bucks. Who'd the Lakers have to play the Nuggets? You <laughs> oh know, my God. I bet you that's how he thinks. As a side note, that's <laughs> it's how a I window think into it. his head. I do always say as a side note, not that we have to talk NBA. Anybody who tells you the Lakers uh, are the greatest dynasty, do remember what I just said. That's a legitimate yeah. basketball uh point Dave just made there.
3: Are we not here to talk about NBA? You keep having me on the show and I just assume that one of these is gonna be an NBA play.
1: I want an NBA uh, preview, oh. a proper one though, from Gonzo. Let's talk about well before I actually you know what? Let's talk we're talking Philly. I do want to talk about Call the Eagles and we right want to do the Q and A, but, but
3: Gonzo mm-hmm.
1: Lay it on me. What do you think about this Embiid deal? What about the process?
3: I just wrote pages for The Ringer about this. I was in Philly for uh, over a week. Uh, He's a little fragile. Yes. They gave him money. This deal is supposed to be super complicated. I hope that they indemnified themselves against his injury history because tough. He's tough.
2: He's He's, been running through the streets of Philadelphia did you see this
3: did you see really no No. oh you didn't see this (laughs) oh this is wonderful so I landed in Philly and I'm having a beer with my buddies and uh you know you check your phone you see things on the internet the internet tells you information the information we were getting in real time was that he had not been cleared for practice so instead he had decided to play tennis with an assistant coach at night uh in his game shorts and then he ran home afterwards and people caught it on video through the city, through, through the city streets. I think that's charming. Winsome stuff for the
1: uh, for the sports fans in Philadelphia yep. who quietly have had a tough go of things. You know, the Phillies and not
2: so quietly. Doc though.
1: Halliday and uh, and that gang they had their little. But Aww. that notwithstanding, not what a what a terrible place to be a sports fan.
2: What Philly? It's. it's I mean, better. based on
1: the results of it's your getting, teams, it's
2: getting better now at the Eagles. But yes, I mean, the Phillies kind of broke my heart the last couple years.
1: Um, what do you, Ben Simmons, the rest of the gang, are they, where, where do they finish in the Eastern conference this year? The East
3: is bad. Yeah. It's a bad conference. All right. Give, give them all the wins. I think what they got to play LeBron. Like they're going to take a run at 70 this year or what? At least, I think that that's probably conservative. We don't want to get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> oh I don't want to give too much uh, away right now. They haven't even played a regular season game yet, but this is exciting times.
1: Yeah, well, the Flyers are underway, and reminder they haven't won a Stanley Cup since 1975. Let's talk Thank about you for that. That would hurt me if I by the I way watched hockey. He
2: keeps trying to get me to watch preseason basketball. It's like Monday night football, and he's like, "Can we watch the preseason?" No.
1: Preseason basketball. I gotta yes. get ready.
2: That's, I already have to watch summer league.
1: That's steering into some
3: basketball nerdity. You know, that's oh. starting to cross a line.
2: Not Preseason NBA
1: nerd.
3: ball. Right Not even steering. I'm there. I'm I'm full bore into yeah. Like it. Yeah. I like I lead a full life.
1: I like it. He's committed. He's a hundred and ten percent in. That's what I need. The
2: is I require it. That Bill Simmons.
3: It's it's gonna go great for me there.
1: Um. <laughs> all right, Philadelphia Eagles. I, you know what? I hate to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to do it. I he, did tell you that they were going to win the, the NFC East. They are on track to do just that and perhaps more dandy Thursday night football game, by the way, coming up on NFL Whoa. Network, the Carolina Panthers. Um, what? Where, where? How's how's our frame of mind? You know, I and I do want to tell you both as if this is a compliment to you. I will you know take I, it. You know I grew up on the other side of uh, the Keystone State. I root for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Things are tough there. What? You just heard Ike Taylor weighing in on that one. Um, I feel like if I were if I were go- coming in clean to NFL football right now, the Eagles would be the easy choice. Malcolm Jenkins, really? Chris Long, Corey oh, Smith,
2: love what they're doing right now.
1: Yeah, Carson Wentz is a is a a lovable character himself. The ball, you know, hitting a home run. Oh
2: my god, it was great. Oh, it's
1: terrific. How about it's Nelson
2: terrific. Aguilar? The way that he, oh my god, he's putting guys in blenders out there. He's falling back in the end zone. This is a guy who couldn't even make a catch last year. Yeah, he looks great.
1: I want to get to the bottom of a few things here. Um, we've talked about the last time you were in the Wolf, we talked about the fact that uh, you and Gonzo met in the Eagles locker room.
2: We did. It was so sweet.
3: <laughs> we did. Before we do that, yeah. are you serious about the Eagles? I feel like I need to be the voice of reason here. Why? Oh, you're not into – oh, please. No, no, I was waiting. I was waiting, and I and I really want to tell all about our love in the locker room. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which it didn't it didn't go down quite like that but uh, nobody in Philadelphia can actually believe it this is That's spoken not true. like this is spoken no they do because they get duped every time this is spoken like a man from the western part of the state because you've seen success you've seen a team that looks like it's going to be good actually then be good the Eagles are Charlie Brown and every season is Lucy with the football. <laughs> it's coming. You can no. you got to prepare for this. I guess that's uh, that's not unfair
1: obviously, but they did make that one appearance with uh, McNabb and Andy Reid. Now Andy Reid has the AFC's best team. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be fun? Oh, god. oh my if god. If the Chiefs. Well, I mean not I what what would, would that upset I would, you? The world I would, would love it. I would, oh, would.
2: love it. Are, are you saying Don't you love Andy Eagles, Reid or are football? you or were
1: you happy that he got purged?
2: No, I mean, like he was there for so long, and and I I feel I'm happy for him that he's having a lot of success with Kansas City. I I don't I wouldn't want to see him just be fired. It's sort of like a weird thing because when I was with the Eagles, that's who the coach was, and so I feel like I have sort of a weird. I, I like him for some reason. The even though Jets. A team.
1: It, it's funny. The Jets and uh, and the Browns certainly. I'm trying to think of the other teams that are perceived to be sort of like. Joe, You know, oh, imagine being a fan of one of those teams. But sort of a little under the radar are the Eagles fans and how many – because the Browns only had those few years with Bernie Kosar and the one special year with Brian Sype in 1980, but for the most part it's just been abject bummery there. Whereas Eagles have so many years, like you say, it's the Charlie Brown effect. Of, this might be it, you know. I mean, like Jerome Brown and, uh, and Reggie White and that mighty defense and Randall Cunningham and then the Donovan McNabb year. Ryan so Dawkins on. when he you was You could there. always see, like, well, that team, they might, they might win the Super Bowl this year. And the other side of that is the Kansas City Chiefs, which is it's almost hard to fathom as many good teams as they've had during our lives. They haven't been to a Super Bowl since four Forty eight years ago wow. and who did they beat the Minnesota Vikings down in New Orleans? Where's this year's Super Bowl? Minnesota Minnesota. Is that a coincidence?
3: Yeah, yeah, it is. All, but still it's
1: interesting.
2: Everything's aligning, Shaq. All full I think it's circle. Happen. Uh
3: if the Eagles play Andy Reid in the Super Bowl, Philly will fold in on itself. If they lose <laughs> to Andy Reid in the Super Bowl, I think that's it for Philly. Yeah. I think like it had a good run. <laughs> no, that's uh it, America, you know, Grew up around Philadelphia, and that was wonderful. But I think that shut. The, I think the city has to disband.
1: Oh, would that be down? delicious stuff? Oh yeah.
2: no, it, it would be horrendous. It would be so awful. Be I don't even ends. know what would happen.
1: Hey, it's just All a, the It's just an honor to get to the Super Bowl. That's what I think they usually say. All right, now tell me about what happened in the Eagles locker room. In fact, don't what didn't don't, don't narrate it. Just go ahead. Let's try to create the scene. Pretend I'm okay. nude and uh, and 300 pounds and, <laughs> Great. you know, talking about uh, – I don't want to do that. Hey, we've we got to, you know, take it one week at a time and we're going to keep on playing ball and no one outside this locker room believes in us. And, uh, and uh, you, know, we're, 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 you know, we're happy, but we're trying to stay level-headed here. It's a long season ahead. That's and, a uh, pretty good
2: impression, yeah.
3: And uh, and that's it. So All right, so that's, that's the backdrop there. 300-pound naked check is really something to think about. So
2: you're a lineman – I don't know. That's don't really
3: think. something to think about.
1: I'm, I mean, if they are trying me. to be more realistic, what position is Damage He's the quarterback.
2: Right. Okay. The leader. A 300-pound quarterback. He's oh. a winner. I've got Moxie,
1: you know? Right. I've got you're, the cunning of a mongoose. A you're grit for days. Uh-huh.
3: You're basically Jared Lorenzen is what you're saying.
1: Okay. All okay, right, yeah, know, and I'm even left-handed. I love it. Um, all right, give yeah. it – lay it on us now. I don't know what's appropriate music if you want to try and score this M of or just jump into it. Go ahead, something. Colleen Wolfe. I thought. Colleen like Wolfe. Little... What? When did you meet? About six years ago? Eight years ago?
2: I'm really bad with dates. You have no idea. I don't even know when our anniversary is half the time.
3: <laughs> when did 12, love? When did so love wonderful. bud?
2: How long ago? It's when we've did been we
3: to. We've been married for six. Together for eight.
1: Is there yeah. anything really more sort of winsome for a sports
2: couple than that you actually met? I know in an Eagles locker room, it, like, and I was new to the job. I, I thought was, you were going to say
1: you were nude. I was going to say, like, I, I as a reporter, yeah. I wanted my subjects to feel comfortable. Even Steven, <laughs> they were nude. I felt, you know, it only made sense. Level
3: playing field. I personally uh, would like to to get some credit for this, because there's a lot of competition. It's mostly dudes. Intimidating. That's good yeah. for you. That shows that you've got courage and you've sure. got moxie.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I, you know, you got to leave a little bit to the imagination. So I was like, I'll take that guy with clothes on.
3: Right. Hmm. I had an advantage by being dressed, I think. So Listen, helps. don't stop telling me about it. Yeah. Make no. me see how it went.
2: Well, I, oh, I was the booking producer for. Now, this
1: isn't what I'm talking okay. about. The Wolf. Ready? And you know, play it out. Okay. Okay. Uh, Emma VP, you're one of them Hollywood writer types. What's it go? Interior, Eagles locker room, late afternoon, post-practice.
0: 2010, Ooh. day.
1: A, a media scrum surrounds Hollis Thomas.
3: Sure. Is that not right? Yeah. Who yeah, would it he be? might have been there then. All right. What's well possible? You want it to be. No, 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 that works. Sure. A.J. Feeley? Not. He was It
2: was like a Kevin renowned. Curtis.
1: <laughs> a media scrum surrounds Kevin Cobb. Yes, oh, yeah. that's
2: a good one. That's great. Uh, and two,
1: two, re- two young reporters lock eyes. We did.
2: Yep, we all did. Right, and go. And John, I, 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 I was like,
1: "The wolf is not what you okay. were like. Do oh, it now. Ready? <laughs> Eagles locker room, late afternoon. Okay. Sup?
2: Hey, I like How's that that pen behind your ear that mm. you always wear all the time, everywhere. Do yeah. you even use it, or do you just only have it behind your ear?
3: Yeah, I use it for writing. I'm a writer.
2: Oh, cool. Uh, I'm a booking producer. Can you come on the show and can I book you for the rest of my life? can What? Oh, Damn you. It was crazy. <laughs> what I?
1: <laughs> All right. C plus. Okay. <laughs> Fortunately, I, I mentioned Emma VP as a Hollywood writer. Type Get she went ahead and, uh, you know, she, she basically opened up oh her my imagination God. and maniacs. scripted it because that. <laughs> that was pretty lame, right? I, You know what? Was I Did I come in a little hot with the C-plus there, Emma VP? Yeah. Now, I, I, although, my, you know what? I will give the Wolf credit. Like, Can I book you for the rest of my life? I huh?
2: How about that? Not bad. All right,
1: here we go. Now we have a script here for a better <laughs> version of how Gonzo and the Wolf met. Interior, Patty's Pub, Philadelphia circa 2007 <laughs> night. Fade in, John Gonzalez, 30. Handsome in a handsome Hank sort of way. Is that really what you think about him, MVP? <laughs> the a handsome guy? Yep. He's handsome. Gonzo's Not a handsome is. Back, fella. back
2: to the scene. He's right a handsome see. man.
1: Who's more handsome, John Gonzalez or Deshaun Kaiser,
2: you Let's keep doing this. Why are you putting let's her on the spot like this, Shaq? Continue. John yeah, Gonzalez. Awesome for all of us. <laughs> well, she's the
1: one writing about how he's handsome. I didn't okay. know that. I didn't ask for that. She's a the fact. Sits at the bar by himself, craning his neck to watch the Eagles On flat screen.
2: Patty's Pub has flat screens. That's great.
1: Broadcaster. Off screen.
2: And down goes
1: McNabb. Somebody get this man the deed to the bench because it's official. He's moving in. Another soul-crushing loss round to round out your Sunday, folks. Hold your loved ones tight tonight (laughs) because it's all we got.
3: No. A little Irish. It's not Irish.
1: bad. Yeah. Sorry, Meryl Reese. Uh, John slams his flip phone on the counter. The bartender,
3: Mac, thirty-six, a degenerate in a sleeveless this, top, approaches. This was not 1990. Whatever. Why do I have a flip phone?
2: Well, this is true. It's 2007. Actually. John hey, refuses to get new phones for like 15 no- years. Who's playing the role of Mac?
1: Is that you? You're so- playing all the roles. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, cool it,
3: jabroni. I'm the jabroni, I guess. All right, all right. Uh, Can you believe this crap again? The birds are an embarrassment to the city. My heart can't take it anymore, man. I'm officially done with this team. I'm done.
1: John looks up at Mac and downs a beer himself. Mac catches his stare. Mac. Oh, did you think I was listening?
3: Just give me another yingling, please.
1: John looks longingly around the bar. He sees couples comforting each other in the aftermath of McNabb's blunder. He takes a sip and lets
3: out a big sigh. <laughs> my, my life couldn't be <laughs> going worse, could it? <laughs> sound of well, There we go. We've got the sound <laughs> of the so, like,
1: it. John turns toward the window. He chugs the drink as the rain drizzles down the glass. Cut to exterior, two blocks away. Philly Street, same time. Colleen Wolf, 23, beautiful, uh-huh. supermodel, but slightly shorter. Kind of way. True, true, very true. Walks outside in the pouring rain. She sports a number five Eagles jersey. <laughs> a car full of obnoxious teenagers passes by. One jerk rolls down the window
2: Eagle sock, boo, boo. Nobody asked you, traitor.
1: Colleen throws one of her shoes at the car. <laughs> <laughs> what? The? the car then skids away, though Colleen continues to rant.
2: Westbrook was in triple coverage. All of our receivers took a nap on the play. Who was he supposed to throw to, huh? Your mom? That's what I thought. Drive away.
1: An innocent couple wa- walks past a fiery young wolf. The woman clutches her date's hand, frightened.
2: Hey, you two, scram. I don't need your judgment. I'm a fan. At least I can say that.
1: She lunges at them, and they scurry away. The stripes of eye black under Colleen's <laughs> eyes are smudged and running. Wait, shoot. Where are we? Colleen runs down the sidewalk, one shoe down, zero dignity lost. This she stops right. at the first place she sees. <laughs> Interior, Patty's pub, moments later. Colleen walks into the establishment, soaking wet. She survives the room, or, sorry, I'm sorry survives. She surveys <laughs> the room, it. looking for a place to calm down in solitude. She snags a seat. A chair down from John. She howls to get the attention of the bartender.
2: I'll have a yingling. Neat. (laughs)
1: What? Okay. (laughs) Max slides a cold brew down to Colleen. She takes a sip. She looks around at the sad, angry Eagles fans.
2: So quick to turn on our city, these fair-weather jerks, huh? I got kicked out of my own best friend's watch party for being too aggressive. Whatever that's supposed to mean. Anyone who calls McNabb a bum deserves to have their blouse stained with queso.
1: Colleen looks up to find Mac chugging another beer. He catches her staring and reluctantly turns around. Mac, I'm sorry, did you say something? Mac then glances between Colleen and John, sitting just a mere barstool apart. Now you two ought to get together. You're both weird and off-putting. Watch it, bro! (laughs) Yeah, what are you talking about? Mac walks away with his drink. John and Colleen enjoy some awkward silence until John can't take it anymore. So, uh, tough
3: loss, huh?
2: Tell me about it. I love this team so much, it hurts.
3: Me too. That's why I'm done with them. Forever. Colleen spits out her drink.
1: A nice helping lands on John's face. She slides over next to him, fired up.
2: You can't be serious. They need us now more than ever.
3: It's just a waste of my time. I should be focusing on my future, you know? I'm single. I ride ride a, a bike to work. My dog is my best friend. Part of this is true. It's just... My life revolves around the Philadelphia Eagles.
2: Wait a minute. You have a dog?
3: Yeah, she's a rescue. I love her more than my mom. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) I just can't keep waiting for the Eagles to turn my life around.
2: Oh, my God. What's your dog's name?
3: Well, I'm John. Uh, They call me Gonzo for short. (laughs) So now that I think about it, that's a whole syllable longer than my actual name.
2: Wait, your, your dog's name is John? Jaws. Oh.
1: Colleen's eyes light up. She's blushing. John takes notice. He can't help but smile. And you? Colleen can't take her eyes off John. It's fate and she knows it. Could another being admire both canines and Ron Jaworski as much as she?
2: It's Colleen, but they call me the wolf. (laughs)
1: Colleen and John shake hands and don't let go. This spark is for real.
3: Colleen, or I mean, Lean, or the wolf. Yes. John makes eye contact. Colleen, this might be a little crazy. And it might be a little soon. But you've changed my outlook on life. It's not the birds bringing me down. It's actually me bringing me down. And you saw that right away. Colleen smiles. Would you ever want to go out on a walk sometime? Maybe with my dog? John? Yes?
2: I thought you'd never ask.
1: Philadelphia's first couple embraces for the first time. The entire bar suddenly breaks out with applause and tears of joy. Neither of them knows where all these people came from, but who cares? They're in love. (laughs) They walk out together just before Colleen takes her final shootless step outside. (laughs) She turns around shouting.
2: E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles!
1: The whole bar joins in cheering. Colleen and John embrace again in the pouring rain. The glorious eagles chant grows fainter and fainter as we push in on the lovebirds getting lost in each other's eyes.
2: That's wow. exactly how it was. That went. is.
1: That I mean that was that was a B minus at least, I would say. No, that was Emma. Emma, singer, that was Emma. I get it right, you guys? That I can't excellent. wait to
2: tell that story is how we met to everyone now. This is I'm great. Mad. This is much better than what actually. I
1: happened. like I, two things that I I like best is uh, the callback to the fact that uh, the wolf was shoeless the whole time, or had one <laughs> had one shoe off the whole time, and two I like that your Yingling came neat. That yes, you,
2: that was that was great. Oh
1: Emma God. VP, as uh, as I would expect, you set the bar high and uh, and you have uh, vaulted over it with uh, great aplomb and ease. Emma, you're Wonderful. amazing. My that God. was good. Thanks guys. Excellent. <laughs> What's her name again? She's hired. You're out, Gonzo. <laughs> Emma VP, you're in. I want winners. All right, let's get to it now, shall we? Yes. Um, let's do a little Q&A. Do we have some time for Q&A, everybody, behind the glass? I mean, I feel like we should just go out on that. Just uh, that,
2: that was incredible.
1: Do we also want to do Emma VP? Do you think we should do um – the, uh, the best win, worst loss. You want to jump in on that? I yeah, let's do the it. Q&A. Okay, let's do it then. We're, well, let's talk a little bit of football. Well, we're going to okay. talk football in the Q&A, but real quick, we like to do it every week, so, uh, so let's be completionists here. Okay. The Wolf, best win you saw in week five.
2: Oh, in week five. Okay. Uh, As opposed to what? Well, no, because I was thinking best win. Week 11, of 2008. Season. No, best win so far of the season, <laughs> which I was going to say oh. Bills and Falcons because, you know, that was a great one um this week though I'd have to say the Eagles the Eagles win
1: I mean it was impressive it, it
2: was great like the fact that Carson Wentz finally got Torrey Smith involved and the defense performed so well I know the Cardinals are not good right now and they were flying to the east coast and it was an early game but the defense had Fletcher Cox out and Timmy Jernigan who they picked up in the offseason, Th- that, that deal that Howie Roseman got done, thank God he did it because they haven't missed a step. They haven't skipped a beat there. And I think that the offense looks so good, the way that they're actually running the ball. They're getting more guys involved. Carson Wentz is spreading the ball around to a lot of different receivers. I think eight different receivers had catches in the first half alone. I,
1: I mean, like I say, I don't think this team's jive, and we've been talking about that since the summertime, which is that rotation. It's very New York giants methodology yeah. that they're applying here. They have talent and depth uh, uh, up front there and they've got a dynamic not uh, necessarily dynamite secondary but with Malcolm Jenkins leading right. the way that I, I you know I think they got some playmakers back there. The thing that intrigues me about that game that you bring up is that I always say, you know, in a world of 7 billion people, how can it be this hard to find 32 human beings out of 7 billion to successfully play NFL QB? We continue to struggle with this. And yet, I don't know if we're supposed to celebrate this or be bemused by it, but two of those 32 people that we ran out played each other and both had the first name Carson. Is yeah. That
2: a, makes my head spin. You know, I checked with uh, research here, NFL research. This was the first time that it was a Carson versus Carson matchup. in Well, NFL sure.
1: History. How could that? Well, I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, only slightly more remarkable last year in Heinz Field. There were three Elis playing, oh. Eli Manning, Eli Apple, and Eli Rogers. I think that's got to – How about a, there were that's that's three even
2: guys on the Packers named Aaron that carried the ball. Whoa, oh.
1: crazy. You know, though, I did look – and now that I, uh, that makes me think when I say the Eli thing, I think I looked it up last year. I think there have been, in the, in the history of pro football, five guys named Eli. I think there have only been five guys or maybe six, and three of them played each other at the same time. That's crazy. crazy.
3: Gonzo. I'm not sure I could have named three Elis, period, let alone three in football. So, yes, this is uh, the numerology here, I think. Eli Wallach, good, the bad, and the ugly. You've named them all. That's all of the Elis that have ever (laughs) existed, and I think that that's informative.
1: Uh, Gonzo, did you, want, did you have an opportunity? I know you were busy talking NBA over the weekend. but Did
3: you focus in and find a best win or a worst loss? I told Simmons I couldn't finish my piece because I was doing this pod. Ah. I just started watching football. Uh, best win was the same, uh, same game as the worst loss. It was, was the Green Bay Packers Ooh. and the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Great win. Aaron Rodgers. Again. He did it again. And also, any time the Cowboys lose, makes me happy. Yeah. inside my high. inside my cold black dead heart all of a sudden there's a little light. we talked about that the
1: NFC East is probably home. I think it would be tough to debate that any division has more head-to-head rivals
2: yeah. right yeah right I think so. everybody can play
1: everybody. that game yeah i well, I suppose the yeah NFC like the the, the browns, browns screw it up in the AFC north because they're sort of more more the nail to everybody else's hammer but you know the, the th- NFC not really north, a proper though. rivalry. What's yeah, that?
2: NFC North has.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I Bear. Mean, yeah. yeah, that's a good one, too. Either way, you guys did declare speaking on behalf of all Philadelphia sports fans and saying the Cowboys are your chief rival, even more yes. so than the Gi-
3: no! Gonzo, Giants. No! Gonzo, you said Giants. Really? Giants, well, yeah, Giants, I think, natural rivalry because of the geography. Really? The proximity, the fact that they think that they're the focus of the universe in, in all respects. That really sort of rankles. There's like a little bit of a chip on your shoulder. They're so bad
2: right now, though, that like nobody even really cares. Ah, about Which the is wolf. also
3: awesome.
1: <laughs> Look at the wolf. She thinks she stole uh, uh, Greg Rosenthal's throne of ease. Oh, <laughs> the, the Giants! <laughs> the, the Giants are supposed to be our rivals. Have they not looked at the standings lately? they are the mighty Eagles, everybody.
2: That's right. That's right, Jack. That's how I feel.
1: I don't know if you heard the news, but we've been to not one but two Super Bowls out of 51. Um, (laughs) Hello.
3: Have seen the rest on
1: television. It's pretty amazing. Well, we already talked about the Steelers. I don't know that I would call that the worst loss, but uh, it was ugly, and I do stand by what I said. I feel like this week in Kansas City, so big, and I, I think that the Steelers may not win that game, but I suspect, here's my prediction. 7 shows up, the team shows up, they play well, maybe things won't uh, go their way on the final score in the final score. They may be 3 and 3, but I think they can still salvage the path that they hope to take um throughout the season by you know that I mean uh, Roethlisberger's just look How disinterested so
2: salty, too. He's like, I mean, that that thing about him, like maybe he doesn't have it anymore. That was just a shot at the everybody who was covering him, the media there.
1: Kind of. Yes. But we talked about it with Ike and it's and it is an odd thing to to throw out there. It sort of taps. You know, if he had not said in the off season, I'm thinking about retiring.
2: I guess. Then
1: it that would play as, uh, right. I feel it's like sardonic, it's one of those things, though, it,
2: like when, you know, if you get into a fight with your parents and you're at their house and it's like, well, maybe I shouldn't have even come for dinner then. Like, maybe I shouldn't even be here. Yeah. Touched
1: a nerve. I agree. All right, you know what? <laughs> Let's get to it. The Q&A, everybody. Let's uh, cue – well, we'll get some cues and then we'll A them. Yeah. Let's start it out with James Green on Twitter. He asks, is it too soon to consider wholesale changes and a rebuild in, uh, in New York with those Giants? I have my thoughts, but I'm going to start with you, the Wolf.
2: Uh, I think that – I don't think you can do it next year. Like, I don't think you can do it this year or next year because they have – they're really up against the cap and they're going to have to pay a lot of guys. I think right now, like the the guys on the offensive line, because if you get rid of, Uh, I think it's Justin Pugh and uh, one of the other guys. If you get rid of them, that's going to be a terrible situation for Eli. I think that you have to go one more year and try to fix things. You can't just pay a bunch of guys in free agency. The problem is they've been drafting not well, and they haven't been developing their guys. So I think short term, what they have to do is Ben McAdoo has to give up the play calling and focus on the team itself. And then, Obviously, they need to get some wide receivers in there because Eli has nobody.
1: Well, it's crazy to think how fast things change. I mean, it was six weeks ago people were saying, you know, the Giants might have the best receiving core in the NFL, and yeah. injury has scuttled that, but quick. Spaghetti behind the glass. Get on the microphone. You're a Giants guy, so you should uh, weigh in on this oh, one. As this a matter of wonderful. fact, well, oh, why did I get in here A How did that make you feel, with, uh, what Gonzo said? Did that hurt your, your feelings? Did that hurt your heart a little bit? Well,
4: how is the Super Bowl closet for you guys? Zero.
3: <laughs> this Listen, is all, you're living in the past, man. In 1960,
2: they won an NFL championship. That's
3: right. We're forward thinking in Philadelphia.
2: And the late 40s, they were too.
4: No, I, I have no problem admitting the Giants are a terrible team uh, and probably the worst in the NFL, right? Well, the,
1: what made me think Spaghetti has to jump on here, the the Wolf just touched on it there. The thing that they've done bad a, a bad job with is are those first-round draft picks. Well, yeah,
4: I, I think Evan Ingram's going to turn into a real player.
1: Perhaps, but Which you know, Mal, say- yeah, and Mal, and uh, and Landon Collins is a hit, but yeah. Eric Flowers uh, is uh, it seems like an abject bust. Eli Apple hasn't really been very good at minimum.
4: Yeah, David Wilson as well. Uh, we we lucked out with Landon Collins as the first pick, actually in the second round. Uh, I think unfortunately that'll keep Jerry Reese's job because he hit on Ingram, and then Sterling Shepard was a second round pick as well, I believe, and he's looked pretty good. But you missed on Eric Flowers, and I, I think what the Giants have to do going forward is. Start Eli, get the record, beat Peyton Manning streak, uh, and then see what Davis Webb has. Because w- why are you going to draft a guy that in the middle rounds, and then draft a quarterback like Donald DeRozan and waste Davis Webb? That was a I was a high pick. I was
1: gonna I was just gonna say the no I I've advocated. That Eli, a lot of people this week, we talked about it on DDFP last week, is the idea of whoever loses that Chargers-Giants game, their season is over no matter what they want to say in the locker room. They're 0-5. They're not going to the playoffs. They're not winning the Super Bowl. So you may as well purge your iconic QB and get a a high-round pick out of it. The problem is, as you say, they have Davis Webb out of Cal and a third-round pick. He's supposed to be good. So that's a little – what they could do is they could purge Eli Go Davis-Webb if they believe in him. they are going to be a lot of interesting guys. Uh, the, the runner out of Penn State would be yeah. impetus, uh, Quan, uh, Barkley would be a nice pick for them. I don't, don't shake your head at me, Spaghetti. By the way, you won a Stanley Cup in 94, and that was like uh, only like 23 years ago, whereas 1975 is even further. The <laughs> Penguins have won five Stanley Cups <laughs> in my lifetime.
3: I think, uh, just, just to bring it full circle with Spaghetti's point, when you multiple times reference a tight end and Evan Ingram, I think you're doing great. <laughs> I think it's
1: going to work out great for you guys, and I wish the Giants best
3: of luck. Well, my, my point was
4: that we, they I don't think they could do a rebuild right now because you have Ingram, you have Shepard, you have Beckham. Just build young around players. Evan Ingram. It's going to be great. The defense, tight end offense. The defense we spent a lot of money on, the defense looked pretty good, so you can't rebuild and waste these years when you have these young players, oh. which is why I think your top pick has to be offensive line because that is – without a doubt the number one issue
2: Jerry Reese is the opposite of Sam Hankey in Philadelphia the trust the process guy with the Sixers in the 10 years that he's been GM he has not traded down one time to acquire anybody like any picks at all that's what they need to do that the strategy that they have going on right now is clearly not working and they need to go a different way
1: I'll tell you what though as we talk about the quarterback thing it is I, I I'm I bet you, if you were to pull up a DDFP from 2016 or 2015, I bet you were having the same conversation about quarterbacks. But I feel like this year's a little bit there. I feel like it's about to all blow up. This uh, we're, we're winding down. 18 hung it up a couple of years ago now. Tom Brady is 40. The team, at least, is struggling. Drew Brees is getting up there. We see the 2004 first-round QBs, Phil Rivers, Eli, and Big Ben having their struggles this, e- this season. And it's conceivable that any or all three of those guys might move on before 2018. Wow. Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, the other kids coming up from uh, from college. I could. Uh, Kirk Cousins is going to be a big name, probably out on the market. It's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick still floats around out there in the abyss. I, major shakeup between now and the start of the 2018 season.
3: Yeah. I like it. Chaos. Give it to me. I want to see it. Blow it all up.
1: Yeah. Well, some people are keeping us from chaos. I hear. Um, so, uh, let's move on to the next, uh, Q here. This one comes to us from, uh, someone named Tony in the Baltimore area. Oh, it says here his, uh, his, uh, career is uh, devoted to playing safety in pro football.
6: Oh, so my favorite show right now is, uh, stars, uh, power. Um, everyone says I look like ghost. I act like ghosts. I have the, uh, the ability to you know have that ghost-like figure you know how
0: buff i am uh what tv (laughs) shows are you interested in uh what tv shows do you watch are you are you a netflix guy or do you just turn the tv on and just watch tv What, what what's your deal
1: why do baltimore ravens almost to a man have to continue to be delightful I don't want, I want them to be, I want them so to be, personality. I want to see unpleasant, you know. He just seems like a pleasant fella. Yeah. Like, I, like,
2: just, uh, I want to hang out with him. I want to watch TV. We should all watch TV, all watch TV with Tony.
1: Preseason NBA, maybe the three mm, you guys could
2: get that's together. That's where I draw the that. line. That's right. Uh,
3: Gonzo, yep. go ahead and answer that question. We talked about this last night. I can't tell you the last time that I watched some actual TV, and I know that no way upsetting to you because you love TV so much, and I hate to... Be the bearer of bad news. Like we were into a couple of shows, but like Insecure really. I, I have to
2: HBO I have to what? tell you something. I've You've been,
3: been watching Look TV at how the they back. hold hands in
2: studio, You've everybody. Been... It's adored. I've been catching up on Insecure Without You.
3: You've been cheating on me with
2: Insecure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I knew something was wrong in our relationship. I felt, the, I felt it. There's
1: been a disturbance. It's
2: true. It's
1: true. Whoa. That was it. This is is big stuff. This would be like uh, the act break, right, VP, Like, whoa, dun, dun, dun. Will they be able to bounce back? Television infidelity.
2: I know. I know.
1: The Wolf, do you – well, you're on TV so much now that you don't have time to watch others toil.
2: Yeah, I don't – well, a lot of people, like, watch – their shows back and watch themselves on TV, which is something I refuse to do. I, I don't
3: do. buy it. Gonzo. Does she no. watch herself? She doesn't. I just thought of something. I watch good morning football weekend. Ah, I don't know. Uh, that's I totally sweet. I know the name that's of it, great. but yeah. I watch it.
2: I, well, I really want to watch curb. Haven't been able to, yeah. to watch the new season of curb. You, that does uh, not rub you the right way. Uh,
1: no? I like it. Of course there. The it's to me, uh, listen, I mean, it's all relative. It's uh, one of the funnier shows in the history of TV. The first two episodes of this year have been very good for the for the typical small stuff, you know the the day to day human exchanges that Larry has that get sideways. This whole thing about fatwa and like you know it's like he's being he thinks he's being uh, that that he's the sub or that he's been targeted by Muslims and so it's a it's a sort of like do you remember the year? The the season when um Shaq tripped over Larry David yes. and that whole <laughs> yeah. thing. It's like. Now we're getting into the silly We're you know, we're starting to get into Kramer territory here. And I liked Seinfeld plenty, you know, one of the great sitcoms of all time, but I didn't like the cartoonish. I mean, the curb your enthusiasm in my book is better than Seinfeld because it removes the cartoonish quality that Kramer brought to it. It's just, it's all earthbound kind of like, is it okay for me to put my spoon into your soup while we're having lunch?
3: Kind of, uh, (laughs) kind of, uh, kind of stuff. You could do a whole episode on the flip flops and tank tops. That's yes. your kind of humor. Yes.
1: It's
2: true. Yeah, e-
3: Except it, there's nothing humorous
1: at all about no. that. No. Life's not a bit, people, you know?
2: Guy <laughs> on
3: my flight back from Philadelphia yesterday morning, super early, flip-flops, Ooh. all why? way. Did he take them off? I mean, at that point, what are you taking off, right? Your shoe, I your, don't know. your toes are already out there, but oh. I thought of you. So. I see a man's
1: naked toes,
3: <laughs> I think Dave it's just all. I mean,
1: if that's my legacy, yeah. I don't know if that should, if I should be happy or sad about it. <laughs> Um, what did, did did either one of you, or is either one of you, a Star Wars enthusiast? And did you watch the trailer on Monday night?
2: We both watched it, the trailer. Yeah, I'm not an enthusiast, but he is. Have so. you seen?
1: First of all, have you seen all the movies? I
2: knew that this was. going to Did you come see up? Star Wars? I've I've seen some of the episodes. I, I don't understand. The I know. I know. How, how I know a person can it.
1: walk the big so. marble? And I said, I don't. Have I seen Star? I don't know. I saw some of it. I think. How you is that, a, how the, is that, a, like, you could be like, I don't care about right. nerd no, stuff. No, I, I totally And I, I think you're weird, but okay. How do you I not, know. like, under, I, I don't know. Have so I seen that
2: one? at the draft, we, it was me, you, and I think it was Ike or someone else, and you were talking about someone else who had never seen Star Wars, and you were like, I just, I don't know, I just don't trust people who have never seen it.
1: It's a weird. And I was
2: like, I know, right? <laughs> and, and just pretended that I didn't and i knew today i was going to be exposed so yes i have not is it
1: possible to be a bully for nerd stuff because yeah. I'm, I'm bullying you in the saying like yeah right it is weird Ironically. but for real don't you think it's straight <laughs> 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 yeah I, you know what irony proves elusive to a lot of people i think gonzo hits it yes yeah. that's exactly what this is um but Isn't it weird to deprive yourself of all the references a decade after decade? People are going to continue to use it as a touchstone. Why are you – you can't devote the two and a half hours so you can say, ah, all right, now I get when people talk about Tatooine. I'm I'm trying
2: to catch up. Right now I'm catching up on Mad Men because I never saw that either, and so I'm finally getting references from that. So it's little by little. Like, I can't do it all at once, Sheck.
1: Gonzo. (laughs) Rank the uh, Star Wars movies so far. All of them? Well, you can give me your top
3: three. So you can get rid of the the middle grouping. That's they're they're gone. Right. The prequels. Uh, so, Return of the Jedi is one. Number one. Yeah. With the oh E-box. no, not, Re- not Return of the Jedi. Uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Sorry. Two is one. Two is one. That almost went. I had it out. <laughs> I got my names mixed up. Which and one did I see? Which one me.
2: did we, I see with we you? We started
3: to watch the very first one, and you got, like, maybe an hour and a half through, and then that was the end of that. We, we ended, you got
1: an hour and a half in, and then we're like, yep, I've gotten That's enough the end of, of this, Star this <laughs> universe. Uh,
3: okay, Empire Strikes Back is one. Uh, the first one is two. On a roll. The, the latest one do, the it, the right do is, it the right way. Do it the right way. I can't do the numbers. The numbers in the – I don't care, care about the numbers. Up. Are <laughs> you saying force wagons or are you saying Rogue One? Uh, Force Awakens. Ah, you were so I like close. Oh. I like Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue One is the third best of all. I like Rogue One, and I would have gone next with Rogue One, and then Return of the Jedi, and we I, we haven't seen the new one. The Last Jedi, I guess, is the new one. But they, they're all very good. Get rid of the middle grouping of three. There. You know what?
1: E- 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 you know what? The tank top notwithstanding. Not bad. After the last seven minutes. Gonzo is now uh, my favorite member of this. Uh, this is great for me. Really?
2: When do, we uh, get- All
3: right. when do we get to that's
2: do fine, Fast Shek. and
3: Furious rankings? That's really my ballywack.
2: That's every time I come home, either hey, Fast the- and Furious is on or Ocean's Eleven or Born Identity. That's it. I- Ooh,
3: the Those-
2: Born-
1: that's,
3: that's really
2: what
1: I <laughs> watch. The original <laughs> Born trio uh. is, the mo- is one of the most underrated things I've ever seen. I you love know, them. I, I contend this, Gonzo. All right, tell me. Weigh in on this one. Yes. If all the humans, mm-hmm. non-superheroes, excuse me, so Iron Man is not in, right. is Not here and Batman isn't, because they have high-tech protection and all that. <laughs> Human, bi- you know what I mean. Sure. So that wasn't a right. good. By the way, I did decide, as a side note, if Batman and Iron Man ever got into a fight, Iron Man would win. Is that fair?
3: These are important points. Do you think that's true? I think so. He's got the suit on.
2: Yeah. How do you get Batman's through that?
3: got a pretty good suit. pretty ripped up. But I do that anywho. Right. right. Uh, let's not get sidetracked
1: right. with that silliness. Let's
3: not... <laughs> go to the other silliness.
2: Stick to the point here.
1: Right. All human movie characters mm-hmm. get into a fight. Who would win that? And you're allowed to have your weapon it, and as long as it's not something that you can kill. It's got to uh, – how do you uh, – how should I say this? I was going to say it can't be a gun because at a distance I could just shoot you. Sure. Right. It doesn't mean it. But I guess like a bow and arrow, I could shoot you with an arrow too. So, oh. so you can't have an arrow. You have, the, the weapon can't leave your hand. How yes. about that? Like that's how it has to – well, then the gun would stay there. It feels your hand. like
3: you've really mapped this out. <laughs> All right. Don't be wise, please. <laughs> I would never. Tell me. I expect you to deport yourself like a Supreme Court justice. Thank okay.
1: you. Not uh, They don't make uh, cracks on the side. It's time to focus in. Mm-hmm. All the humans get into a fight. Who's right. who? Who would emerge as the champion of
3: champions? And and I'm I'm sensing that yours would be born. It would be born. Let's let's cut to the chase. The only one who could ever
1: the be rock.
2: him.
3: The
1: Rock. So, in, in
2: what? In, in the Furious. Movies.
3: So so here's the
1: where the Rock in the Furious movies <laughs> would be Jason Bourne. Hold on. I'm coming to. <laughs> yes.
3: I'm coming to my wife.
1: Maybe you should just take a nap, Colleen. That's why You might. <laughs> You might be a little out of your depth on that. I'm coming oh, okay, to my wife's sorry. aid
3: on this and I'm actually going to make her point for her cuz I was thinking what? about this. Wait, no. I think you make an excellent point. First of all, The Rock had uh, he fell out of a window onto onto a car after being exploded out of it, right? He's in the hospital. He realizes bent,
2: He bent bars in a jail to get out.
3: Realizes that his friends Is that true? need I've never seen these faster. Fast
2: oh moves. my god, come on, Shaq.
3: Realizes that his friends need his help and Flexes his broken arm, cast off to go to their assistance. <laughs> also in the running, uh, Dom Toretto. They yes. get into a full-on collision, head-on, and he he gets out. And instead of being dead, he just cracks his neck, and then goes and and fights uh, Jason Statham. I think you got to consider these guys. Jason Bourne <laughs> killed
1: another. Tri- I mean, here's the difference. <laughs> Tell me. Here's and the only person who could beat Jason Bourne is Beatrix Kiddo from Kill Bill. She might She's win, especially she if she has her weapons. Right. The sword. If she has her yeah. sword, and I'm gonna allow the sword. I th- Jason Bourne, here's the thing that distinguishes him from anybody else, John Wick and all that other Hokum. Is that the only people they ever fight are the highest end assassins on the on the face of the earth, and they still always win. Yeah, they beat them all. He beat a lot of assassins. He did. The only he people did. that they ever fight are like the people who have a a chance of maybe actually killing them. And they Jason Bourne once killed a trained killer with a book. He beat him up with a book. Beat him with a book. That's that's it. I'm, I'm done. Important. I want to be done. I'm getting out of Studio 66. Emma VP,
2: awesome work.
1: I was going to say you're the MVP, Thank you but, but Gonzo redeemed this couple, I think. <laughs> and he covered some of the wolf's shame. We shang. should get married. Let's do it. Adorbs. I want to do that whole scene all over again. Yep. Thanks, too, to uh, Bryce Butler. Great stuff from him. I think he's entered the uh, the conversation for – you better just start that music again. I wasn't ready to rap there. The Shecky <laughs> Award for, uh, for Best Football Playing Guest. Welcome to the party, Bryce Butler. Malcolm Jenkins, where are you at, man? Yeah. You want that award? You're just going to try to ride on the fumes from earlier in the year. Can't do it. You know, they release the movies towards the end of the calendar year for the Oscars because it's fresh on the minds. Know what I'm saying, Malcolm Jenkins? Got it. The Wolfie or the Tops? So, let's do it one more time. Game day, uh, good good morning football. <laughs> Power oh rankings God. around the NFL, this, that, and the other. And uh, Gonzo Muzzletop, great, uh, great news on you joining the ringer. Uh, Staff NBA and beyond. Don't listen to on the Fast and the Furious. I love the Fast and the Furious. Me the and the Ace Man and Al We That's love all it. All about the rock. Wrong, like to heaven.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower.